بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن معاويه بن الحكم السلمي رضي الله عنه قال بين انا اصلي مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اذا عطش رجل من القوم فقلت يرحمك الله فرماني القوم بابصارهم فقلت واثق لامي ما شانكم تنظرون الي فجعلوا يضربون بايديهم على افخاذهم فلما رايتهم يصمتونني لكني سكت فلما صلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فبابي هو وامي ما رايت معلما قبله ولا بعده احسن تعليما منه فوالله ما كهرني ولا ضربني ولا شتمني قال ان هذه الصلاه لا يصلح فيها شيء من كلام الناس انما هي التسبيح والتكبير وقراءه القران او كما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قلت يا رسول الله اني حديث عهد بجاهليه وقد جاء الله بالاسلام وان منا رجال ياتون الكهان قال فلا تاتهم قلت ومنا رجال يتطيرون قال ذاك شيء يجدونه في صدورهم فلا فلا يصدنهم رواه مسلم this is a slightly lengthy riwayat major part of it we discussed already just to recap because of the time that has elapsed we are currently discussing the chapter which deals with waz nasihat advices and being brief in one's advice being concise in one's advice the narrator of the incident or hadith is a sahabi by the name of muawiyah bin hakam sulami radiyallahu anhu he says once i was making salah with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and someone from amongst the congregation sneezed so i said yarhamukallah May Allah have mercy upon you which is what we call tashmitul atis to respond to a person who sneezes and says when a person sneezes he says alhamdulillah the response to that which is a right rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said haqqul muslim ala almuslim sitta one hadith he said a right which a muslim enjoys upon another muslim are six amongst them is what we call tashmitul atis when somebody sneezes and says alhamdulillah we respond with yarhamukallah however Yarhamukallah is what is considered to be kalamun nas. In other words, it is an expression part of conversation. We are not supposed to do that in salah. Muawiyah bin Hakam Sulami, in the early part of Islam, this type of conversation in salah had been allowed. Later this hukum was abrogated. He was not aware of the abrogation, so he responded, Yarhamukallah. When he did this the, he says the people started staring at me in other words what you did is wrong stop that so he responded and he started speaking even more obviously not realizing what he had done was wrong so he said may your mothers be bereaved upon you what's wrong with you why you people are staring at me Now, instead of keeping silent when they stared at him he started talking even more so to dissuade him from this they began striking their thighs with their hands this is in other words to silence him without them engaging in any conversation why because the jamaat salah is going on rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the imam so when he says i when he says when i realized that they were trying to silence me even though i was upset i was angry i questioned what they were doing he says but i became silent then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam after he had completed the salah 
Obviously, he sent for Muawiyah bin Hakam Sulami. Muawiyah bin Hakam Sulami, before he mentions what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, or the manner in which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed what is apparently what appears to be an indiscretion, something he did was wrong. So, how did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam address it? He says, may my parents be sacrificed upon him. I have never in my life, before this or after this, come across any teacher who had a more beautiful way of teaching than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ma fawallahi, I take an oath on Allah. Ma kaharani, he did not rebuke me in any way. Wala darabani, he did not strike me. He did not insult me or swear at me. All he did was he said that, O Muawiyah, in hadi salah, Salah is something in which it is not appropriate that there should be any conversation occurring. Kalamun nas. In other words, the talk of people. Why? Aqimis salat ali dhikri. Establish salah for the remembrance of Allah. You are in communication with Allah. So there should be no worldly talk. Innama, as we mentioned many times previously, this word innama in Arabic is what we call kalimatul hasar. Like we say in Urdu, sirf or sirf. So in nama, verily salah, hiya tasbih, is tasbih, wat takbir, praising Allah, glorifying Allah. Wa qiraatul Qur'an, and it comprises of the recitation of Qur'an. O kama qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, along these lines, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave me advice. Up to this point we discussed previously and we can see the link with the Bab, in other words with the chapter. What was the chapter? Was wal iqtisad fi, giving nasihat advice and being concise to the point. Under the chapter Imam Nawi rahimullah brought the verse of the Quran, Udu'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmah, invite towards the way of Allah with wisdom. Wal hasana with good arguments and with good advice. Wajadilum ahsan. Human beings by nature, particularly if they feel that they are justified and right in what they are doing, it is very difficult to convince a person otherwise. Somebody feels what I did was right, was good, there was nothing wrong with it. Now you try to convince him otherwise. More often than not, unfortunately, we tend to attack, we insult, or we become harsh. The moment you do that, you are attacking or adopting a harsh manner with someone who thinks that he is right. And the moment you do that, human nature is such, like our elders say, they say, insan zid par aate hai. person becomes stubborn, he becomes rebellious. So it's very, very important, the manner in which you approach something. The object is not to stop the wrong, the object is to bring about Islam, is to bring about reformation. Bring about change. Not only does a person leave the wrong, he brings about change. And this we see beautifully in this example of the manner in which Rasulullah sallallahu addressed this. He says, didn't scold me, didn't rebuke me, didn't insult me, spoke to me in a nice way. And by taking oath on Allah, before this and after this, I have never come across a better teacher than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
The latter part of the hadith, he says, I said, O Nabi of Allah, inni hadithu ahdim bijahiliyah. I have accepted Islam very recently. Just recently, or not long ago, I was amongst the people of Jahiliyyah, amongst the people of ignorance. In other words, amongst the people of Kufr. وَقَدْ جَاءَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ Allah bless me with Islam. Amongst us are people that approach astrologers. In other words, he was asking Nabi Sallallahu what is the hukam of approaching astrologers? Kuhan or Kahin in Arabic literally means astrologers, stargazers, people who try to predict the future looking at stars. We find if you look at our local newspapers also, they got the names, different names of the stars and they say, depending on your date of birth, to this morning, if you fall under a certain star, you need to be careful, this might happen, that might happen. Then you get those that are what we call professional astrologers. People go to him, go to them to try to get some direction, read my future, tell me what lies ahead. Should I be doing certain things? Should I not be doing certain things? The hukam so far as this is concerned, my respected brothers, is that this is something that is totally and completely prohibited in Islam. It is haram, it is not permissible to approach these astrologers. In fact, ulama kiram say that there are different categories when it comes to this. One is some, someone, يَأْتِيهِ يَسْأَلْهُ وَلَا يُصَدِّقُهُ He says, one is a person who, out of curiosity, he doesn't believe what the astrologer is, is saying. But he just goes there out of curiosity, visits him and asks him, but does not fully believe what the person is saying. They say even this is prohibited. In fact, فَثَبَتَ fi Sahih Muslim In the hadith of Muslim Sharif, it is mentioned that a person who does this, goes to an astrologer, asks him and doesn't believe, but just out of curiosity is going there. Or habit. مَنْ فَعَلَ هَذَا لَا تُقْبَلُ لَهُ صَلَاةُ أَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا According to the hadith, for the next 40 days, none of his salah will be accepted. person who goes to an astrologer, who doesn't believe in the truthful of him, truthfulness of him, but is doing it out of curiosity. Then there is a much greater degree of sin, where a person, and we find, unfortunately, nowadays, educated people, my star said this or my star said that or I went to certain astrologer or he foresaw my future or he looked at my palm or he did this or he did that. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man ata kahinan fasaddaqahu bima yaqul A person who went to an astrologer and he believed what that person said faqad kafara bima unzil ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he has made kufr of that which was revealed upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In other words, totally prohibited and haram. In fact, this is an act of kufr. It's an act of kufr to regularly or even occasionally visit astrologers. And this is something that we have to be very, very careful about. We run out of time, inshallah, we'll continue.